0: Fueled, episode number 12, with author and entrepreneur Calvin Wayman. Welcome to Fueled, the podcast for teens that aspire for greatness. My name is Easton Allred, and I am a successful entrepreneur athlete, college student, and personal development guru. Each week, I interview successful and inspiring individuals that will teach you the secrets of setting goals and developing life-changing habits that will fuel you to greatness. Thank you for tuning in. Let's get fueled. Hello and welcome to episode number 12 of Fueled. This is your podcast host, Easton Allred, and I am stoked to bring on today's guest, Calvin Wayman. Now I loved doing this interview with him because he inspires me, and I think he will inspire all of you as well. And I met Calvin about one year ago at Nick Unsworth's Life on Fire Entrepreneurial Event. He is he has been featured on Entrepreneur Magazine, Social Media Examiner, The Huffington Post, and was even named one of the top thirty entrepreneurs under the age of thirty years old by Influensive.com recently released his first book called Fish Out of Water, and this one really struck me. He is running an ultra marathon of 50 miles very soon, so he's very inspirational, very cool, great guy. You're going to love him on this episode. Calvin, how are you doing today?
1: Easton, my brother, I'm doing so good. I'm honored to be here on your podcast at 15. That's just freaking badass. Good for you, <laughs> yeah, dude.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. Absolutely. I'm so happy to have you on today, Calvin. Could you fill in some gaps in that intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself? We really want to hear your story.
1: Sure. Well, you and I met, first of all, at uh, Nick Unsworth's uh, Life on Fire event. And I think that was January. So um, a lot of cool stuff has happened since then. And I think the gap to fill in is... That I think is important to know is just I'm a regular dude. I'm 28. I mean, I, I don't know what I would have what i give to to start in my entrepreneurial journey at 15 like you're doing. That's just amazing. Um, but I'm just somebody that was dissatisfied with living the employee life. I always wanted to have freedom and always create and do my own thing. I always felt like I had more to offer the world and to give. And 18 months ago, I just quit my job to pursue that. I've dealt with a crapload of fear and anxiety and am I good enough? Can I do this? Are people going to listen to me? There's the highs and there's the lows in entrepreneurship. And what I'm doing is just for the first time in my life, going after living the life that I want to live and creating the impact that I want to create on the world as well.
0: Perfect. So Calvin, could you tell us a little bit more about what you do and what your business is?
1: Yeah. So Cobbs Media, I started Cobbs in January and it's a social media business. And kind of where that came from is I had been in social media because of Periscope. I'm sure you know what Periscope is. It's a live streaming platform and that's what got me my start. That's where I. What I started becoming known for was the Periscope guy. That's how I got into Entrepreneur Magazine. It was with an article I wrote on live streaming. And then I hit like this transitionary period where I was like, okay, I don't think per- I'm going to do Periscope forever. What do I want to do? And I just did a self-audit. And Gary Vaynerchuk talks about self-awareness all the time. And that's kind of what I did is I just took a step back and thought – what I was good at but what I enjoyed, and I looked at why I liked Periscope in the first place, and the reason I did is I liked things that were always on the cutting edge, that I like things that get people known, and things that are always changing because I get bored pretty easily, and social media fit that pretty easily. And so I was like, you know what? Social media is what I'm going to jump into. And, and I worked with my coach, business coach, Nick Unsworth, and he started off saying, yep, that sounds perfect. You should be a social media manager. And that's what I did is I started managing social media accounts and then started building this business, growing my team now for the first time. I just hired my first person um, about a month ago. I'm getting my second one. My second employee now, and yeah, so what we do with COBS is helping people break out of obscurity and become known and to stand out past 97% of everybody else on social media. We can take all that in-house, create content for people, and just tell their story and get them to stand out with them not having to spend 40 hours a week and instead spend like five minutes a day on social media. Calvin,
0: yeah. how long have you wanted to be an entrepreneur? Have you always known that that's my, what you wanted to do?
1: Probably since, since you're age. I, I don't want to use the since your age thing. I always hated that growing up when older people would say when I was your age. But no, my, my whole life I'd say um, – I recently did a podcast where it's called Teenage Entrepreneur or something like that, and they had me go deep into my story, like when I was six years old, seven, eight, nine years old, and it was definitely always there. I always wanted to do my own thing, and probably a better way to say wanting to do my own thing was – I mean I'd love to hear your thoughts on this as a 15-year-old, but I just hated the idea of seeing older people – or living, um, living a life they didn't want to live, or the idea of me working for somebody else my entire life. I hated the idea of not being able to do what I actually wanted to do, because I was stuck in a job. And a lot of things help with that. One of the things was I was homeschooled. I actually did not go to public school. I got to be educated the way that worked for me. And I never really enjoyed doing jobs that I didn't want to do, even though I Got in construction at an early age and started doing some stuff there. I didn't know how to be an entrepreneur because I didn't even know what the word was growing up, to be honest. But I would say the spark or the fire was always there, the genesis of it, which is I always wanted freedom and I always wanted to create my own things and I didn't want somebody else telling me what to do. So that's what I would say in terms of whether it was always in me or not.
0: I See people all the time, these adults that are doing their day jobs and just not happy and why would you go to school for your whole life and then finally get out of school just to go and work at a job that you don't even Yeah, and
1: then just go to a job to pay off your school that you got so you could have that job and then get a car so you can get you to work to and then you have to have the job to pay off the car. Like it's just like this vicious cycle, right? Look at these older. I just hated the idea of turning 40, 50, or 60, and WTF? What did I do with my life? You know. I
0: 100% appreciate that, and I, I was actually homeschooled for really? two years. Yeah, and That's I awesome. absolutely loved it. I was really worried about um, being homeschooled socially, just yes. because a lot of kids that are homeschooled they miss out on a lot socially. But I figured I've got my friends, I've got basketball, totally. I've got running. And um, with homeschooling, I decided to take my basketball to the next level. I got ahead in that. I started the podcast, and it changed my life. And now...
1: Dude, I just got to say, I don't I don't know any other 15-year-old that has their own freaking podcast. I mean, let's get real. That's pretty awesome.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate it. And hey, you know Caleb Maddox, the guy who you introduced I do. me to a year ago, Yes,
1: right? yes. Oh, well, I, okay, barring Caleb Maddox. Caleb Maddox is just this crazy anomaly that I love. But yeah... So you and Caleb, you and Caleb are the only two people in their teens that are around 14, 15 that have their own shows and stuff like that. It's, it's, it's inspiring for all of us.
0: Thank you very much. And for those of you listening who do not know who Caleb Maddox is, Caleb is a 14 year old entrepreneur who is just killing it. He has made over a hundred thousand dollars in revenue from his business and is very inspiring. There's a lot of motivational videos. He's an author. I'm certainly very inspired by him, and I'm sure you guys would be as well. You can find him on his YouTube channel, at Caleb Maddox. Would really recommend that.
1: What Caleb is, Caleb is what I call the excuse murderer because he's actually the one – and you are too. You're fitting this category, you young guys, because I always wanted to write a book, but I always thought, well, I needed to be older and be smarter, and that guy – I mean – That he, the fact that he has a hundred thousand dollar business has spoken with on stages with Grant Gary Vaynerchuk and been interviewed by Grant Cardone. He's the guy that in January I was like, you know what? I, this is ridiculous. If he can do it, I can do it. So thanks to you and to Caleb for showing everyone else the way that sometimes we get in our own way, and age is just a number. You know, you can do cool stuff no matter the age. So thank you for that.
0: Yeah, 100%. Age is just a number. You can go anywhere you want at a young age. And in fact, it's easier to get ahead when you're younger. So I really mm-hmm. agree with that. I'm talking to him. going to get him on the podcast very soon.
1: Right on. That'll, that'll be perfect. it will be perfect fit for what you're doing.
0: Yeah, I'm very excited. How do you define success?
1: that is such a good question. For me, it's living the life you want to live, and my life is is doing the things I want to do when I want to do it be, and having the freedom and not be tied down to for to any one thing. in my book, i also I bring up success in fish out of water, and I think it's an interesting thing to talk about because a lot of people, especially I notice there's a big difference between how employees think and entrepreneurs think, or how successful people think or people that haven't got there. And they, the way successful people define success is a lot different than those that, that aren't successful. What I've come to believe about success is it's not, it's not like a destination that's in the future that you go after. Success is actually doing what you can with what you have, in the moment and from that definition anyone can be successful right now and if you if you think about that even more that's why successful entrepreneurs or people that we look up to end up getting the results that we now look at and point at and say that they're successful but it wasn't when they got the thing that made him successful it was because moment by moment They were successful doing things that made those results byproducts of their success, not the actual thing of their success. LeBron James just won the championship for his team. He wasn't not successful up to that point. It's because in the day in, day out, he did what he could with what he had. He got better, and he got better than most of his counterparts, and – it's though it's because he was successful in the day to day that the byproduct or the the thing of winning the championship was able to happen. He put himself in a position to win, so that's another way I think of success. It's putting yourself in a position to win by doing the things that you can with what you have
0: absolutely It's all in the journey you know I was yeah talking to this about or I was talking with my mom about this yesterday is. Wherever I go, I want the journey to be worth it. I want to work really hard to achieve something great, but it's not worth it unless the journey is great. So I think yeah. that is really, really essential to focus on. And I really like your definition of success, Calvin. What rituals do you practice that contribute to your success?
1: Oh, you know what? I love this question and I don't get asked it enough. Habits are huge. Um, I have, historically, I've struggled with... Getting, my, getting myself under control, let's say, meaning doing things that I know work every single time. And if I have those habits, then they're conducive to every other aspect of my life. For example, health. If you don't have health, then it doesn't matter what, what money you have later on down the road. You're not going to be able to enjoy it. And I understood early on that, if, that I needed to get control of my body. And I would have an, a New Year's resolution would come around, or a New Year would come around. I'd make a resolution to get in great shape, and I'd fall apart. But this month is September, September 2016. September 2016 now marks my two-year anniversary with Sunday as my day off that I have exercised every single day for two years in a row. That has been an awesome goal and an awesome ritual that has – allowed me to do so many other things because I'm now in control of my body. Besides the fact that I'm like 30 to 40, 50 or something like that, 30, 40 pounds lighter than I was um, when I started, I have more energy so I can go at things with more passion. But at the same time, it just gave me the confidence that I can start adding good habits to my life. Another ritual that I've had over the last several years is reading. I once asked a mentor of mine what I could do to become a better influencer and a better persuader and a better salesperson. And he said, read. And I asked, how much? And he said, at least a book a week. And when he said that, that blew my mind because I hadn't even read more than a book or two a year. And before I made an excuse, Mm -hmm. he said, a book a day would be better, but we'll start with a book a week. Mm And so I was like, okay, that sounds awesome. So I started reading a book a week, and I've done that for several years. So I tried to read about 50 books a year, mostly on audio, because if I started reading with my eyes, I would fall asleep. So that's another ritual. That has been super useful in my entrepreneur evolution. And then um, another thing that has helped massively is my morning routine. So getting up – and I'm not perfect at this – but getting up when I say I'm gonna get up, it's usually in the five o'clock hour, and meditating, getting clear with myself, letting, getting still, and letting all of the other stuff just be, be, just holding still for a little bit, so I can get centered with myself, and getting clear on my vision and looking at my vision board and just, just connecting with what I'm trying to create. Doing that every day has been massive in. In the direction and the progress that I've made over the last couple of years.
0: I'm so glad you answered it like that, Calvin, because all successful people read. That is a continuous trend I'm noticing, and all successful people are healthy and they work out and yeah. they into their nutrition. So I'm really glad you answered it that way. And personally, I kind set of a, a funny goal. story
1: on health. This yeah, is go cool. Ahead. This just happened last night, I think it was. So I was with a friend in. The, my, in the car, and I was looking at some of my friends' Snapchats, and I look at a, one of my friends' Snapchats, and I, and I follow my peers and other entrepreneurial friends, and I watch somebody's Snapchat, and they, it shows them working, and they say, okay, now it's time to go hit the gym. I then go to another friend's Snapchat. They talk about how they're grinding their business, and they say, now i got to go to the gym. And then I go to another friend. <laughs> Same thing. They're working and then it shows them exercising. And I didn't even really notice this, but one of my friends who's watched me grow up was like, dude, that's so crazy. Three of the people you just got in are going to the gym and working out. And it was just like made me aware. It was like, yeah, like these are these are entrepreneurs, people that are tearing it up. And they all all of them had a routine of making sure they're taking care of themselves even though they're so busy doing their business. So it's just a it's a cool point that you're pointing out.
0: Calvin, do you do the Miracle Morning?
1: Yes, absolutely. That's uh, The Miracle Morning is has helped me in more ways than one. Um, the Miracle Morning just helped me crystallize things that I've tried to do for a while and I follow that quite a lot. And uh, Hal Elrod has actually helped me with even getting on podcasts. I, I didn't even know how many podcasts I was going to do or if I wanted to keep accepting him. And he was like, dude, you have a book that's out. The best thing that you can do is to get on as many as you can. He said he did 250 interviews. So oh um, gosh, on so when, <laughs> when that book came out, so I was like, okay, sounds good. I'm going to do that. And then the other thing that he helped me out with in that book, that isn't even the point of the book, but in his book he talks about how he sucked at exercising, sucked at running. And he went from almost never running to then running an ultra marathon over 50 miles. And because of that, I was like, holy crap, if this guy can do it, if Hal can do it, then Cal can do it. And next week, uh, just 10 days away, I'm, I'm running an ultra marathon myself just to push myself and follow in his footsteps from that book. And, well, we'll just see what happens.
0: Got to commend you for that, man. That is Thank huge. You. That's insane. And uh, I know I run cross country, so I know that running is painful. I do not know how painful 50 miles is, but I know it's bad. (laughs) Me either. I don't know
1: either. So I'm about to find out. We'll see where my limit is. So I'm excited to to give it a shot.
0: I have a book recommendation for you, Calvin. It's called. Is it called Eat and
1: Run? It is called
0: Eat and Run. Yeah.
1: I just barely finished it. Another friend recommended it to me. It was awesome. I finished it during – I just did a 25-mile run to prepare for the 50, and I listened to that book throughout the run. And it's probably the only thing that got me going because it was so inspiring hearing this guy run 134 miles across the desert or whatever and different things. So, yeah, great book.
0: For all of my fuel listeners, Eat and Run is a book written by Scott Jurek, who is the king of ultra marathoning, Incredible athlete, and in this book he talks about his story and his training as an ultra marathoner and the food that goes into that, and he is on a 100% base, which means only things that come from the ground. And Calvin, what do you think about
1: the way he eats? I can't have, I don't have any opinion on it. Like, it's surprising. It freaking worked for him. I love meat and everything, but he's on a vegan diet that, that, I mean, and he was like the best. It worked. Like it can't, it's hard to deny. So it at least made me more open to wanting to experiment. I've experimented a little bit with my diet over the last couple of years, but he makes me want to experiment what would happen if I did go totally raw vegan like he did. So yeah, we'll see.
0: So Calvin, I got to tell you this because maybe I can uh, get you on the road, convince you, but Okay. My entire family about six months ago. My dad's an orthopedic surgeon. We all just went uh-huh. plant based. Really? Yes. How's that going? Awesome. I'm on a plant based diet right now, and I'm hoping to win Nike Regionals, which is about five states in cross country this year. So
1: that's so cool. Like that does that uh, the the only thing like I want to experiment with stuff like that. The only thing that's that's holding me back right now is my own like cravings that I know I just need to master. But when I I'm eating the healthiest now that I have in my entire life. And it's because I did an eating plan to reset my cravings called Whole30. And the thing that that did is it actually started to have me enjoy and crave good foods that I never craved before, like salads. I used to eat salads like medicine, only because they were good for me. I never enjoyed them. Now I do. I can eat three salads a day, and I love it. So what I'm curious about is – if I can get to the point where my cravings are shifted enough that I crave the plant-based stuff and I'm not dying to have a ribeye steak or something like that, you know? So I would, I'm totally open to it.
0: Very interesting. Cause your, your taste buds change. They really do. And I'll tell you, I went, when I went plant-based the first week I was on it, or I think the first two weeks, I just felt absolutely terrible. I wanted meat so uh-huh. bad. I did not uh-huh. feel very good. And then right after that, I didn't even want me. Like it just sounded kind of gross to that's me. That's cool. And now, now I just always crave blueberry oatmeal. Okay, I love blueberry oatmeal. That's what I love every morning for breakfast.
1: That's cool. Um, somebody was telling me the other day that the biggest thing is you just got to figure out how to get your calories in, because the, the calories aren't as light. I don't know how true that is. It wasn't anybody that's that's on a vegan diet, but um, how do you feel with that? Like, do you have to eat way more? To get the calories in or, or you know, what do you
0: – I actually feel like you do have to eat eat more and especially as okay. an athlete, as a runner, I'm consuming uh-huh. so many calories. But how I do that is I just make myself a monster smoothie every day and like throughout the day I'm just drinking it. And you can make some really good smoothies if you're using all fresh fruit. Yeah,
1: I actually just barely bought me a, uh, a small ninja blender thing uh, that blends it so freaking good because I'm starting to blend way more and the blender I had wasn't powerful enough. And you're talking about these smoothies and stuff. You're actually upping my cravings for that. So after this, I think I'm going to go to <laughs> down from my office and make me a smoothie. All right. Well, you know,
0: Calvin, can I refer you to a website real quick that you can check out maybe after the interview? Absolutely. Okay. It's www.nutritionfacts.org.
1: Nutritionfacts.org. Yes. Got it.
0: What? would you consider the number one tool for success?
1: The ability to take consistent, imperfect action. That is it. Uh, When I was stuck at my employee job too long, and in a lot of ways, so I liked reading books because of the mindset that it gave me, but I have not learned more and have had progress happen as fast as it has than the last 18 months. And it's because of one thing, I was not afraid to fall on my face and I stopped worrying about wanting things to be perfect or to plan everything perfectly and I just started taking little teeny steps every single day and even days that I didn't do anything very productive like yesterday yesterday I was supposed to write an article and it took me I was just distracted all day but it's all about getting up and trying again anyway you know that's where success comes from is when you just realize I call it being a CIA agent. All of the successful people in the world become CIA agents, and that doesn't mean they work for the Secret Service. They just take consistent, imperfect action. You don't have to, it doesn't have to be ideal every single time. I think that holds us back because we think it needs to be perfect, and perfection normally just means you're going to get frozen. But if you do it consistently and you do it again and again, you fall down and you get up, then you're going to get the success that you want what is the best advice you've ever received the best advice man that's a great question one of the pieces of advice that i received kind of recently was from nick unsworth and that was that you don't need he, he said it this way i was worrying about the decisions i made in fact he you might he might have mentioned it at that event you were at too he said successful people don't worry if they make a decision or successful people don't worry If they made the right decision or not, instead, they make a decision and then they make it right. And so he said, that's what you need to do. Don't worry if you made the right decision. Just make a decision and then make it right. And that was huge for me because what that is saying is you can't really know if you made the right decision at the point of decision. How you know is how you behave and act on it after. And for me as – like in an employee role, I would always worry and wonder, what if I made the decision to quit? Would what think: what, uh, what if things don't go right? Um, what if I'm not successful? What will people think of me? And what he told me was that's not what the successful people do. You can't fret over the decision. You just make it, and what, after you make it, it's the, it's the energies and what you do after that will determine the right outcome you know? So don't worry about if you made the right decision or not, make a decision, then make it right. That's one of the best pieces of advice that I've used over the last few months.
0: You know, I'm glad you answered it that way because I was thinking about reading a book on that, reading a book on decisions. Cause you make, uh-huh. you make so many decision decisions every day. And I feel like a lot of times my success is halted because I can't decide on something. So that actually Total. helps me a whole lot. And I appreciate that.
1: That it, it frees you. It makes you it, because you can't make progress without decision. And when you realize that you, when you realize you can uh, that it's a, what you do after the decision that really matters, then you can make decisions more quickly. And when you can make decisions more quickly, you can get things moving faster. So it's a it's a good deal.
0: Absolutely. So Calvin, you read a whole lot of books. What books would you recommend to few listeners and why?
1: I heard this, There's this really cool book called Fish Out of Water. The guy oh, to a I think name. I've heard
0: of that one. It's, uh,
1: some super yeah. cool
0: guy wrote it, I think.
1: Yeah, his last name's Wayman. Like, where there's a will, there's a way, man. Something like that. So, <laughs> <laughs> beyond that one, um, there's a few. Um, one that I've read recently that is super impactful is a book called The One Thing by Gary Keller. And what that is all about is you can do everything Anything. You can't do everything, but you can do anything. As entrepreneurs and as high achievers, people that are listening to this podcast and hearing my voice right now, chances are if you're listening to this, you might be going to the gym or maybe you're driving and you want to better yourself. You are not the norm, and people that are in this category tend to want to do too many things at one time. And so what the book The One Thing is all about is just getting clear on the, the most important thing and doing that. And as another thing is what it did for me is even if you, there's two things you want to do, it's better to get one of, do one of them at once and then finish it and then do the next thing. For example, I was focused on growing my business and getting new clients and writing my book at the same time. I felt like I had to do those. I was going to write the book, but how could I not grow my business, right? It's my livelihood. But it screwed me, and I was reading this book, and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm just going to focus my face off and get my book done, and then when my book's done, then I can put more attention on my business. And when I did that, A, my book had a way higher quality. It got done. I wrote it in a month and a half. And then I could put all of my energy and focus on getting new clients. So that's a super impactful book, and and I won't go too many details on on a ton of others, but just books that I've read recently that have helped. I mean, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I try to read every year. That's a great book. That's what kind of pushed me into the game of entrepreneurship. It's a must-read for anyone. There's a book I read recently called Change or Die that was super useful, and then – The Instant Millionaire was a cool book, too. So there's just a few. Um, All those were very useful. Oh, if you're into meditation or if you're into what I was saying about success being in the moment, another book that I read this year that I really like is a book called The Power of Now. So if you haven't read The Power of Now, it's definitely something that everybody should read.
0: Do you tell all the fuel listeners a little bit about your book and all about that?
1: The book's called Fish Out of Water. And what the book is describing is it's describing a period of time that we all go through when we're leveling up any part of our life. And it's a period that's not talked about very often. People talk about goal setting and high achievement, and they totally ignore this period of time. And, and what it is is it's like when you set a New Year's resolution. Most people set a New Year's resolution like even to get in shape, and then by February, the gym is empty. People have already quit. And – the reason they do is they hit this, this phase after the excitement wears off where it just feels odd. It feels not normal. It feels awkward. It doesn't feel natural. And it's because you feel like a fish out of water. And it really it's because you are a fish out of water in a sense. You're in a, an element in a space you've never been in before. The tragedy is when most people hit this fish out of water stage, since it feels so awkward and unnatural, they end up reverting back to what does feel normal and natural – which unfortunately is their comfort zone, or what I call their fishbowl of mediocrity. And when you're in that space, you're not going to achieve the goals that you want. So what this book is all about is what to do when you become a fish out of water. When you hit this point where you're like, man, I want to go after more, but it doesn't feel normal, it doesn't feel right. Um, What to do to just achieve that breakthrough, and when you hit that breakthrough, you permanently transform into the new you so you make a new standard for yourself and you don't go back
0: awesome calvin now i know what my next book is i'm really excited about that and i'm really happy for you you're able to do that i'm my goal is to write a book by the time i'm 16 so oh,
1: you can do it brother you can do it uh, just lock your door and turn off your cell phone and do it in a weekend you can do it <laughs> three ways fuel listeners can take action today Three ways they can take action. Number one, we've talked about books. You can download audible.com. Listen to your first book for free. So there's that. Another way you can take action is you can identify the, the whatever that is, the, the vision that you want to create for yourself, whether it's a business or, or some p- aspect of your life. So you can create decide what that is. And then the third thing is to just do one perfect or imperfect action towards that thing. So if your goal is to get in better shape, you could literally just go on a run, or you could decide to go to the gym, or you could push play on a DVD player and watch an in-home workout. So those three things, get an audio account with audible.com, decide on the one area you want to improve, and do one little imperfect thing that's towards that vision.
0: Perfect. I love it. Definite purpose is huge. Thank you so much, Calvin. Here is one of the last questions. Imagine that you had just a couple of minutes with your former teenage self. What advice okay. would you give yourself and why?
1: Oh, I love that. Man, man, I would, first of all, I'd give him a hug because, and just say, dude, you're enough. Because he wanted so much and he still does. And I feel like I'm, I'm living a life just to fulfill my younger teenage self. As young and inexperienced as he is, I would tell him, no, dude, what, just take your next best guess. That's enough. Kind of how I was talking about make a decision, then make it right. I would tell him that done's better than perfect. It doesn't have to be perfect. Whatever that next step is, instead of just thinking about it, do it. Just do it. And I would probably figure out a way to get him an audio account, an audible account or something so he can start listening to books at 15 instead of 22, when I started, I would say get reading books and just start taking action on things that interest you. Just play around, experiment. It doesn't have to be perfect, but just get moving.
0: Age is just a number. Take action now. Perfect. Thank you, Calvin. Any last parting words of advice?
1: Yeah. I mean, I have got to imagine that With you doing this podcast, you have a wide range of listeners because this is great content for an older entrepreneur, but you must have a lot of younger ones as well. So in that big demographic range, I would just just tell people and and just – if there's one thing I can just instill on them, similar to what I told myself, we all have something that we're meant to share and give to the world. Take that step do it we all are waiting to see it and receive it it makes the world a better place when you're stepping in that purpose so just parting i would just hope and wish and and i want to encourage you to take that gift and just start sharing it more and more with the rest of the of everyone else in the world you're enough
0: find your purpose share your gift perfect Fuel listeners, Calvin has put so much gold into this interview. I really hope you're taking notes and can take action on what he has said. Calvin, where can we find you after this episode?
1: Calvin Wayman everywhere. Um, You can go to CalvinWayman.com, Calvin Wayman Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. Um, Also, with my social media stuff, I've been helping um, entrepreneurs make a personal brand um, for free. I told you how my business is to help people stand out past 97% in less than five minutes a day. If you want me to get you started for free, then I can give you a social media makeover at socialmediamakeover.org. That's a great way to connect with me personally. If you are looking to get noticed on social media, so socialmediamakeover.org. Other than that, you can find me just by searching Calvin Wayman anywhere.
0: And check out his book. Calvin is very knowledgeable, fish out of water, Get it on Amazon, is that correct? Where can we find yep, that book?
1: Amazon, Barnes & Noble, wherever books are sold. And I don't know when this episode will go out, but I'm actually work, I'm about to get the audiobook version done too, so you'll be seeing it on Audible as well.
0: Thank you, Calvin. We had a lot of fun interviewing you today. Thank you all, Fuel listeners, for tuning into this episode, and I'll see you all in future episodes.